you take his courses, he'll make you big and rough. And, and you can beat up bullies till they cry, oh Lord, oh Christy, let go, you rotter. Don't punish me. When you're tough, you're very fit. The voice is gruff. It sounds like Fritz. You are so strong. And proud of it. Thanks to Mr. Apollo.
There you are. Now you're, you're right there. Right where I left you. Hey, Zombo in your brain. And right here on the WRZT Pittsburgh, having at it. Oh, <laughs> why I did that little chunk of music all at the beginning, rather than kind of bop in early. I have finished the third quarter of 2023. What we heard was from the new Surfer Jets record, their version of Blondie's Heart o' Glass from their album Roller Fink. We heard uh, Lords of Atlantis doing Fiery Trenton, another surf thing. The Guy Hamper Trio. Oh, uh, another Billy Childish thing, but that's a great version of a song this wondrous day. And started off with the Bonzo Dog Band, Mr. Apollo. How are you rats doing? That is fine. All right, we're off to the fourth quarter of 2023. It's going to be about two weeks. So this week, next week, we'll have the whole year of 2023 wrapped up. And what that it means is that uh, it's all music that was either released, that I found, that I was given, that I stumbled on, that was thrown in my face, that I picked out of the garbage, whatever, how I acquired it in 2023 by hook and crook. So I used a hook and a crook. I like that, using them hooks and crooks. Yes, yeah, that's the way to do it. Ah, ah just ah, ah, stretching my fur. And let's get into, uh, there's an uh, album uh, 45 put out this year by Big Sandy. And he is covering the, the uh, music of Freddie Fender. Uh, forget Freddie Fender's real name, but it was, it's, it's, it's like, it's not Freddie Fender. He got that because he always played Fender guitars. And, uh, yeah. So, anyhow, it's it. It's his big thing. He wrote this song, Wasted Days, Wasted Night. Then he got put in jail for marijuana. And then when he got out of jail, he put the guys together. They re-recorded Wasted Days, Wasted Night. His whole career changed. It was very nice. Very nice. He got some nice things happening to him. Or nice things happened to him. And then he just got, uh, he just died. Not that long ago. I don't know. Within the last 40 years, he died. I can guarantee you that. I'm not one of these people that go, oh, yeah, yeah, unless I want to Wikipedia it. I don't want to. Wasted days, wasted nights, big sandy zombo in your brain, RCT in the Pittsburgh. Wasted days and wasted nights that I have left for you behind. For you don't belong to me. Why should I keep loving you when I know that you're not true? And why should I call your name when you're the blame for making me blue? Don't you? Should I call your name when you're the blame for 
Go ahead and give old 
Alright, that was a compilation that came out this year. Really fun. It was called like Fuzzed Out Country. And it had a couple really neat tunes on it. That was Sitar Pickin' Man, uh, Bobby Zim, and uh, Johnny Darrow did Mental Revenge, which is a nice tune. Ah, Keep That Gravy Hot, New Dick Dickerson, and the Whippersnappers, uh, 45. Uh, let's see, we did Elvis Costello, the flirting kind. I got a reissue of like a greatest hits kind of, no, out of our, one of his one of his many million compilations. But I always liked that tune. Kind of like that mid-period Elvis Costello and the Attractions where they were kind of like Burt Bacharach-esque. Nice. Ah, an older reissue. You've been rumbled by Hip Bone Slim and the Knee Tremblers. And also from that uh, fuzzed out country album, uh, Buck Owens, Who's Gonna Mow Your Lawn? Man, tell you, Buck Owens, man. Buck Owens. What a, what a. Well, the world was a nicer place since Buck Owens. You know, it's one of those kind of things like all the stuff that Buck Owens did, man, musically, you know. Uh, and, you know, and, and as him and Don Rich, man, nobody sang like those two dudes, man. I mean, they, they redefined the country in my brain. And I always, always liked Buck Owens. Always smiling, always happy, always until Don Rich got killed in the motorcycle. Then he wasn't so happy. Matter of fact, he said his whole career felt like it was over. That's, that's really, because he was riding a motorcycle. He said, oh, I don't think you should ride that motorcycle, Don. Oh, I want to ride my motorcycle. And that's the last thing. So remember, I can't go back in time, but sorry. That would have been nice if he would have stuck around a little longer. We heard Big Sandy and uh, doing his uh, tribute to uh, Freddie Fender. They're about the same size. Big Sandy. Freddie Fender's pretty tubby. Big Sandy's pretty tubby, too. Uh, but I remember the one time, I don't know what kind of what kind of stuff Big Sandy is into. I I did some like DJ stuff and some, uh, but I remember when he was in El Paso, he comes up to the show. He has this big black eye. I don't know how he got this black eye, but it was like you know, a, a real good rockabilly look. You know, tubby guy, pompadour, great voice, black eye. I uh, never really found out what that was all about. Hey, let me tell you a few things. Now this is a dilly. This this hits home. Uh, I'm talking about shelter dogs, shelter pets. You know that 17 million people require a dog? Actually, it's 17 million and one. We just got a new shelter doggy yesterday. Very nice doggy. Uh, got them uh, from a uh, rescue. Uh, believe it or not, the dog was from Mississippi. So, uh, yeah. So, welcome Cosmo to our family. He's kind of like a uh, combination Australian Shepherd, Pitbull, Boxer, Hound Dog, and, uh, yeah, yeah, so there's a bunch, bunch of mud, real, 200% mud. But anyhow, you can get one of these dogs, man, I'll tell you. It's, it's very nice, very nice. You don't have a doggy. Nice time to get a doggy. I'm talking to you, Kelvin. You need a doggy, too, right? How's your doggy, by the way? Anyhow, you need new doggies. Everybody needs a new dog. Just go out and get one, even if you don't need one. Because uh, the pets adopted from animal shelters, you know, they have risen almost 30%. Actually, it says 29, which is like almost 30 in the last two years. And that was in 2013. So that was 10 years ago. So now it's probably went about 6,000%. You can adopt. You can make a difference in the life of a shelter. And I'll be honest, when you, when you adopt a shelter pet, I think they kind of know. You know, they kind of know like, wow, I hit the dog lottery. Rather than, you know, oh, look at this purebred dog. He's all interbred. Oh, yeah, look at that. He's got, uh, he's perfect. Except he's going to live for like two years because he's so interbred. 
So get one of these uh, shelter pets. They last a long time. Good value. A person's the best thing that can happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by WRCT and me personally. Go get yourself a dog.org. All right, what else we got here? And if you want to help people, why don't you help a neighbor in need? Get him a dog. That's right. You have a neighbor in need? Get him a dog. Someone in your community with long-term health needs could be struggling. Get him a dog. To keep his independence. That's right. They got those service dogs. I really feel bad for service dogs. They got to work all the time. And they, say, they always have that, don't pet me. That's, uh, that's so rude. Dogs are made to be petted. And, I got, and these owners are like, oh, that's my support dog. Don't pet him. And the dog looks like, man, I could sure use some pets because this job stinks. I have to be around this person all the time, this super neat. And you know a lot of people, I actually know a few personally, that say, oh, it's a support animal just so they can bring him on an airplane or they can bring him in the restaurant. He's a support animal. You know, I'm sorry if he's not a, a seeing eye dog, a hearing ear dog, or a smelling nose dog. Uh, I'm sorry. It's nice having a dog around. I'll give you that. But it seems like the people have this, some people have separation anxiety from their dog. Rather than the other way around. And they freak out when their dog's not around. So they need this dog with his emotional support dog. And But I don't mind that as much as the don't pet my dog. Dogs are meant to be petted. And I hate to have a sign on them too. Don't pet my dog. I'm at work. Really? Your dog's at work? That dog's miserable. That dog looks absolutely miserable. You know? Just, just like, just really use a snack and a pet. That's what dogs are for. Snacking and petting. Yeah, you know, I feel like like I'm gonna put dogs to work. Oh man, that's that's gotta be rough. You know, because if a dog's really smart, you know, let's have this dog do some work for us. Let's have it be a a bomb sniffing dog. Dog has no idea he's sniffing out bombs. That's the crazy thing. Dog has no idea he's sniffing. Out. And then they got dogs that are narks. Now that's a rotten. That's a rotten deal. You know, narc dogs. You know, dogs that sniff out drugs. And you know, people got drugs. So what? What business of it is yours? You know, I don't care. Jeez, you got to have somebody's dog narc on them? Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Ain't my cup of tea. I mean, that's all good. I got those two out of there. Let me tell you about some shows. So we got a bunch of new shows. And guess what, friends? We got a bunch of new shows. And guess what? Guess what? Most of these are going to last about two, three weeks. So I know these promos are at least good for a while. All right? Good for a while. Because a lot of people come in, a lot of, a lot of students, and they do, their, they do their radio show, and they do it a couple times, and they go, okay, novelty's done. I want to go back to the foosball. I don't think anybody even plays foosball anymore. Yeah, now here's a show you can get excited about. This show make, this show make somebody else's nipples hard. I'm talking about wound liquor. That's my, my buddy, my old buddy, Doc Ammonia. Ammonia. Wound liquor is your key to a healthy Fearless living. Join Doc Anom Anomia. Anomia. I'll get it right sooner or later. I always called him Doc Anomia. I didn't know. No, that doesn't look like a typo. It is Anomia. Doc Anomia. Is that a word? It's, it's got to be some play on it. It's got to mean something to somebody. I see. Obliterates your pesky phobias with targeted musical ad admixtures. Aha. Subatomic particles and stuff like that. And he is on Thursday. Noon o'clock, and that is a show I highly recommend you listening to, because uh, actually this dude had his his son on my radio show 
about 15 years ago. This, this, this kid's in college now, or graduated, and has nine kids. I don't know, he's got kids, but whatever. I remember he brought his kid in, and his kid was really being a nuisance to the show. He was, his son was not invited back in. He was very rude. He was very rude. And he gave him cue cards to read up, which was, I thought was kind of weird. Like insults to me that he wrote for his kid to read. So I'll get even with that dude. I want to pop in on his show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring my dog in and have a, oh yeah, man. He's a sweet pup. 11, he's 12 weeks old now, 11 weeks old. And uh, yeah, only two accidents in the house. That's me. I had three accidents in the house, but he only had two. So he has one more accident due to him or do, do, do him. Or do, 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 do to him. All right, let's see what else has happened. Uh, I know democracy now is shaking bacon. It's a national, daily, independent, the Warren with new program. Democracy now hosts real debates between people who substantially disagree. Opposed to the, the debates that people agree on. Now, those are the kind of uh, debates I would like to see. And that's Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. People just go and agree with each other. Wouldn't that be nice to watch? You know, you're right. That is a problem. I couldn't have said it better. Well, you know, I also, and that would, wouldn't it be wonderful rather than go, yeah, why, I oughta, and people yell at each other. I'm not a big fan of the yelling. Not my yelling, yeah. Anybody else's yelling? I don't think so. My kind of yelling's my kind of thing. I'd be liking that, as the kids say these days. So, a reissue of a Link Ray box set, a bunch of Link Ray stuff. And uh, some stuff I've never heard by Link. Of course, you know, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. You can, you can dress up a Link Ray song in a, uh, in a disguise. Put a big fake mustache on it, funny hat, giant, giant shoes, uh, big sign that said this is not a Link Ray song. And you say, oh, that's a Link Ray song. You know, the guy just had a style. And I think they finally uh, put him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame after he's been dead for a decade. How about that? Does him a lot of good now, doesn't it? Puts a lot of money in his pocket now. Bunch of rat bastards. Can't appreciate rock and roll for when it is, when it is. And they always got to wait till somebody dies. And then all of a sudden it's like, wasn't that guy good? Uh, that guy? Yeah. You mean we didn't? Yeah, yeah, he's gone. That's too bad. I would have bought his record. Too bad. All right, this is called Moped Baby. This is from 1997, which was, I think, his second or third comeback. He had one last comeback around 2008, and then uh, seeing him live. Oh, seeing him live was hilarious. If you want to see some weird Link Ray stuff, go to uh, uh, Driving. Oh, this is a great story. Driving, and it's Driving with Link and Olive. His, his, his wife at that time was, uh, I think, from Denmark. And she was his manager, and she played the cling-clang on stage. So she would come out on stage with a tambourine or some kind of thing and kind of like try and hog the stage from Link Ray. And uh, so needless to say, driving with Link and Olive, what happened was, I guess those two fought horribly just on the road. Just, just, they, were just, they were just horrible to each other. And it was so taxing. I'm not making this up. You're going to love these. There's like two or three videos on the YouTube. And what it is, is like a guy, I think it was either the bass player or the drummer who was touring with them, put a video camera, unbeknownst to them, on the dashboard of the car while they're driving. And just to get all the crazy back and forth fighting of how nasty this woman was and how bizarre and twisted Link Ray was and how beat down and how bitter 
It was, I mean, those should be released on record, uh, the, the Olive and Link Ray fights. Because uh, watch them on the YouTube, man. They are hilarious. I might play one for you later. I could do something crazy like that. Because, you know, I'm one of them loose cannons. They call me loose cannon Z. Moped Baby, 99, Link Ray.
Having seen the lights, we continued through the nights to a place we thought would do. So the rules were bent as a decade came and went, and the need for housing grew. Then the signs were seen by the sights so green as the builders stood and cheered. They examined plans and they all shook hands when the woodland disappeared. Until now, I had never been inclined. To try to find any time where I'd ever settle down and lose my mind. But the seasons changed, and with mortgages arranged, the city families came. And on long weekends, they were joined by many friends, and the place seemed not the same. But in autumn rains, with commuter trains rolling in and out all day, on the misty nights with the pretty lights, it was heaven in its way. Until now, I had never been inclined to try to find any time where I'd ever settle down and lose my mind. Until now, I had never been inclined to try.
Nice re-release stuff. Came out last year. Cleaners from Venus, Martin Newell. God, the guy's been putting out some great music. Just really nice melodic stuff. That was uh, two from him. Uh, two separate records. Uh, Small Town Earls. They've got this new thing now. Let's see if it, no, they're both off his latest record, K7, which is really nice. Um, anyhow, that was Small Town Earls and Finding Any Town. Uh, cleaners from Venus. And uh, yeah, that's from the new record that came out last year called K7. We are the Phantom Surfers in 045. I managed to get again. Uh, doing Istanbul. Not Constantinople. And we had Link Ray doing Moped Baby 1997. I did look on the YouTube to see if I could play the Link Ray and Olive fighting in the van. It is on YouTube under Link Ray and Olive. And um, uh, there's too many F-bombs. Way too many F-bombs. Just warning you, you go there, you're going to see Link Ray dropping some F-bombs, man. And uh, some, uh, some crazy, I, w- I wonder what year that was. That was probably early 2000s, I think, is when that, when that, so that guy shot that video. But man, it's hilarious. And I don't even know if Link Ray ever knew that that was uh, a thing. And then, like, the other thing is, too, is, like, you know, Oliver Ray wanted all the rights to all his stuff. So when, you know, 
Link Ray, all that stuff, reissues, and he's gone. Well, his gal's getting all his moolah. Darn it. Oh, well, at least the guy rock and rolled. Yeah, a crazy-ass dude. So when I seen him live, this was probably early 2000s, maybe in the 90s. I forget. It's, it's all a blur, and that's a wonderful blur. It is a wonderful blur. So right in the middle of the show, everybody's rocking. Link Ray played Rumble for like the ninth time. And then uh, Olive's on stage playing the Kling Clang, which is like a tambourine is what she would call her Kling Clang. And, of course, you know, really uh, highlighted the show. And saw somebody taking a picture of Link Ray. And this is probably before cell phones. They had a camera, not a cell phone, but it was like a, 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 a camera. Now I don't know if it was a flash, if the person was dumb enough to, I don't think it was a flash person either. I think it was one of those 35 millimeters. And all of a sudden, Olive grabs Link, stops the show, pulls him off stage, and says, you know, show's over. Your people are taking, this person's taking a picture of Link Ray. Uh, the show's over. Show's over, and then they, uh, the security came down and took the guy's camera, and then, you know, she let Link Ray back on stage to play Rumble for the 10th time, and it just, his, you could just see his heart just wasn't in it that 10th time, especially after being, like, you know, uh, scurried off stage by his manager because somebody was taking a, that's the thing, I don't care if somebody takes a picture of somebody. I mean, you're in public, and you're a public figure, and somebody's taking your picture. That's the price. That, there, there's, there's a price of being famous. Yeah, it is. There's a price. Some people don't like it. You know? Some people don't like it at all. Some people love it. But for the most part, you know, I just, I just think I, I probably like anything. You can't go anywhere without somebody taking your picture. That would be kind of weird. You know, if I was just going to go, ah, I think I'll just go get a, go get a Zagnut bar at the 7-Eleven. I walk in the Zagnut and, get my, and I'm bending over to pick a Zagnut. Up, and then somebody snaps a picture of me, you know. And all of a sudden, look at this. This guy likes Zagnuts. And all of a sudden, it's like this whole big thing of the uh, like. Oh, he's anti Clark Bar. He's anti Clark Bar. He's eating the opposite of a Clark Bar, which is a Zagnut. I can't believe it. And all of a sudden, you got to defend yourself, and you have to have a press conference talking about how you really aren't anti Clark Bar. You're just very pro Zagnut, but. Somehow that just gets muddied. And, and then, then the next thing you know, the stock market, the, the Clark Bar stock market plummets because obviously the rumor has it is that you're anti-Clark Bar. You know, oh, I mean, he's anti-Clark Bar. So the whole, the whole thing tumbles. Well, you know, nobody really, other than me, likes Zagnut. You know, and Zagnut, I don't even know I still make Zagnut. That is amazing. That is an amazing candy bar. Zagnut, I know, and it's not, in my opinion, it is not the anti-Clark bar. But some people think it is the anti-Clark bar. But uh, Zagnut is, Zagnut's its own thing, man. There's no other, can. there's a Chico stick that's kind of like a Zagnut. But there's nothing like Zagnut. I mean, I'd love to see the guy that like came up with that candy bar. Like, well, we got all these really famous candy bars. We got uh, Clark bars, got this inside this. Then we got these Milky Ways, got this and this. I got this idea. Why don't we get this thing and we roll it in coconut, toast it, and call it Zagnut? Yeah, put it next to the Zero Bar. Yeah, Zero Bar. That was another inside out thing. It was a, it was a, as much as you hate white chocolate, you gotta love the Zero Bar because it's another anti candy bar. It's another anti candy bar. Those, those two, those, and you could tell a lot by per, someone's personality. 
or what their favorite candy bar is. Forget the astrological signs. Forget like you know all of the all the predisposition you think happens with tarot cards. You know it is all you have to do is truly find. Not even not even like ask somebody what their favorite candy bar is. Just kind of follow them in like a paparazzi. See if they wander over and see what candy bar they pick out. Like for example, if you pick out a Reese's cup, you're pretty. Pretty standard person, you know, unless you're picking out the big Reese's or the caramel Reese's, but most of the people that just pick out, and it's it's Reese's, not Reese cup. It's Reese's cup, not Reese's cup. They always put that extra seeds in there. It's a Reese's cup. They say it on television. They say Reese's cup over and over. Like It's like Reese's monkey. And people are like, oh, I got one of those Reese cups. It's not Reese cups. It's not. Re- so that, that that is like your run-of-the-mill average well-adjusted person eats uh, uh, that. You get like you get like your total Yinzy candy bars, like your Snickers. Your Snickers candy bar is the kind of guy, you know, kind of guy or gal. I would probably say have a lower IQ than most folks. I'm just saying uh, that the, the whole Snickers thing. He's just never grown up as being a kid. If you're still eating the Snickers bar, if you ate Necco wafers, you are seriously messed up. If you, if you actually go out of your way to buy and eat Necco wafers, you really should be euthanized. Now, ne- Necco wafer, it's just like, I got this great idea. We got this building caulking, and what we'll do is we'll put this building caulking, and we'll make it into like little like communion wafers, and we'll give them these awful, ugly pastel colors. So they look terrible, they taste terrible, and they're packaged terribly. And somebody's going to go out of their way to eat that, that and bit of honey. Bitter honey is like painful to eat. People that get that eat bitter honeys are usually like at least eighty years old. Nobody under the age of eighty eats a bitter honey. So it's it's just and and you so and then like I'm saying as far as people's personality, I would say like uh, you get somebody that no, the Hershey's bar, Hershey's with almonds, Hershey's with almonds. That's a that's that's a guy that's gonna go a guy or gal that's gonna go to work every day. He's gonna he's gonna work for the man. He's gonna he's gonna toil. He's going to suffer. He's going to be a... So that's what they should do. They should have a, a rack of candy bars. And you come in to HR for a job interview. Say, have a candy bar. They take a Zagnut. The dude is not going to work well with others. The dude's going to swim upstream. He's going to be one of these guys who th- says, I'm thinking outside the box when all he's doing is wasting the company's time. You get somebody that picks out the, 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 the uh, Hershey's bar with, with almonds. And you're hired. So that's all. So there's a very good first dates. Take your first date to Grandpa's Candies or whatever and say, hey, let's go get some candy. What would you like? Pick Necco wafers, push them out in the traffic. If they pick Necco wafers, that's the way to do it. Uh, here's something cool, by, new by a band called the Tearaways. Summer fashion, Zombo in your brain. Oh, man, I could use that candy bar right now.
some tasty. There's the jambalaya from down New Orleans way. That's a nice Zydeco thing. Omoret by Louis Mouchot and uh, featuring Quintron. So, yeah. So they are featuring Quintron. He finally raises his head. I think he played, like, the, played the drum buddy on that. But, yeah, great new record, uh, Louis Mouchon. And that is Amoret. And that is nice. I like that. That has a nice groove to it. The Tearaways with Summer Fashion. I know it sounds like some old 60s beat stuff, but it's a brand new record. And the band's called The Tearaways. And great stuff. Okay. So that's, I'm recapping 2023. I got two more weeks of this. So it's nice. We're on the fourth quarter, the last three months of music that I found that was reissued, thrown at me, fished out of the garbage, or stolen. Most of it's stolen. Most of it's stolen, put into the garbage, and then they fish it out. That's how that works. So then I'll get back into the theme stuff, back into the whole space-time continuum in about three weeks. There'll be songs about hours, days, weeks. I have like seven. How many shows do I got? It's really nice because I got all this programmed. Um, um, I have eight shows, right? One, two, three, four. Five. I have five shows. Five shows already programmed. But the nice thing is Massive Music Weekend's happening uh, in about two weeks. That's where all of the WRCT DJs, or most of them, come in, and they play a, a half hour of their favorite favorite artists. This year, if I get the, on the, the chance, and usually what I do is it starts at noon or it starts at 11. I forget. But anyhow, I, I pregame. I pregame. So I'm gonna, I want to do, uh, let's see, this year I like to do... Um, Oh, Shilpa Ray. She got some really nice stuff. Real real cool uh, New York gal singer. Um, Temples, of course, love Temples. I think I did Temples a couple years ago. Great band from Britain. I'll probably do Monster Rally. Uh, dude from, uh, actually it was from Ohio to Columbus to Los Angeles, uh, who takes old Exotica records and reworks them. They're really nice. So uh, uh, Monster Rally, I'm going to probably do them. Uh, so I'll, I'll probably pick up five or six, and then if I get any suggestions from you guys, I can easily ignore them. But if you get a good one, you know, I'll, I'll play. You never know, because usually what I do is I start at 10 o'clock with a half hour, and then I think it's either 11 or noon. I think they surprised me last year and came in at 11, even though I thought it was, no, it was noon every other year. Or they start at 1 o'clock. I don't know. I don't care. I always find out the hard way. Like all of a sudden in the middle of my show, someone comes in. Oh, by the way, looks like there may be a new show. So I'm going to see if I can find and tell you what it's about. Let's see if it's even in the database already. This is a new show that follows this. So I don't turn on um, automation. Where's it at? Here it is. Okay. So we're going to find Oh, we're going to find out what this is all about. How many this it's time to play the Zombo guessing game, the Zombo lottery. How long will this show after mine last? I think the longest uh well, longest was that ever went was Lee, and that was about 10 years ago. And Lee went for a couple years. And then it was just always like, "Oh, I got this new show. Okay, I'll get my stuff out of here and then never see the person again." So here's the show that's coming up at 1 o'clock. All right? It says tune in to Sick S-I-C. I think I, I think that's how it's pronounced. Sick. S-I-C. Because there's no K on the end. Right? Sick. Where we throw the rule book out the window. Oh, okay. And embrace the pure chaos of metal, hardcore, and EDM. 
Yeah, keep those radio dials tuned to this. We're talking earth-shattering riffs, guttural growls, and skull-shaking bass drops. And the bass drops will leave you breathless. Tune in Friday, 1 to uh, 1 p.m. I think this is an hour show. So we're going to see, because usually it's the curse of Zombo. They come in, they hang with me for a fleeting moment, they kind of... I, I, I give I give I, I, I give them that I give them that I give them that voodoo vibe, and they, they disappear from the face of the earth, never to be seen again. I don't I can't tell you how many DJs that I've absolutely eliminated from this realm of existence just by like hanging out with them for a few minutes. They're kind of like the anti Kenny Joe. Now Kenny, I've been following Kenny Joe for probably at least at least fifteen twenty years. And uh, so that, that's the way that rocks. But as far as a show, finding a slot, after, that's why I was hoping uh, Wound Liquor would, would actually, the new show Wound Liquor would actually follow my show because that, that would probably be a good thing. But, uh, and then, oh, the other thing is too, I got to tell you, they, uh, they renewed my Zombos Deep Archive. That's right, I got that fabulous, that fabulous slot Thursday mornings, 4 a.m. to 7. So uh, unless you're... Uh, you know, uh, I know Scott, the last man standing, he stands, he gets, he gets up to start standing at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm on Thursdays. So that's one thing. And I, now that, that's, that's, a, that's a huge chunk of my listener base. Last man standing, that's about 30% of my listener base right there. So that's, that's kind of as I have 30% to tune in to Zombo's Deep Archive Thursdays, 4 a.m. to 7. Hey, got some uh, uh, Messer Chups. Uh, of course, this is a single came out last year. They had a, they released another album uh, this year, just a little bit ago, that I'm going to have to feature way down the line. But it's called Lost Tracks, and it's really good. But this is just a 45 called Blood and Black Lace. Master Chup, Zombo in Your Brain.
something there Kenny Joe's ever listening he's gonna poop someone else's pants when he hears that I'm so depressed and that is a tune originally done by uh, oh god Amos this is a real Abner Abner J Abner J this guy used to make these cassettes and do all these really it was like an outsider artist kind of thing but uh, really neat stuff and uh, needless to say Delaney Davidson out of Canada who comes out with like 3,000 albums a day. And that's from uh, one of his latest records that he came out with this year. I'm So Depressed, a cover version of Abner J. Ah, Idols with I Dream Guillotine. I don't know if people say guillotine. There's a lot of people say guillotine. It's actually guillotine. It's like glamo, glamo, G, because you have G-U-I, the G-U-I sound. Guilla, glamo, guillotine, not guillotine. Or guillotine. It's guillotine or guillotine? I mean, I've, now I got to. It's got to be guillotine. Guillotine doesn't sound right. Yeah, it's guillotine. Guillotine. Or is it guillotine? I dream guillotine. Guillotine. You say guillotine. I say guillotine. I say guillotine and guillotine. Yeah. We started off with uh, Master Chops doing blood and lace. Zombo, right here in your brain. Look at that. It's uh, 1130. And uh, I should tell you about some funky chicken. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, funky chicken. It is about uh, uh, getting sick from chicken. So that's, that's right. So, you know, lots of people die from foodborne illnesses every year. That's right. You know why? Because they're pigs. They don't know how to separate their food. They don't know how to cook it right. They don't chill it correctly. They are just horrible, dirty, filthy pigs, and they die because they can't figure out basic food safety. Damn it. Well, you know what? It's just um, evolution. You know, it's just that thing. It's natural selection. People that can't figure out how to eat correctly die from foodborne illnesses. 
Don't take a genius. Don't take a genius. So there you go. Nice thing is most people, actually everybody that listens to the show has not died of a foodborne illness. So good on you. I congratulate each and every one of you for knowing how to eat correctly. Knowing not to eat chicken that's green that's been in the refrigerator and half cooked. Or just eat or just take a chomp out of a raw bird. Ain't good for you. You know that. I ain't gotta tell you that. Now if you're eating Necco wafers, that's a different story. All right, what do we got here? Better futures. There's people always talking about the stock market. No, they're not. People are not always talking about the stock market. It's not and the stock market is a terrible place to, you know, invest. You ask me, it's a it is a shell game. You know, people, oh, I'm gonna put money in the stock market. Where is it at? Oh, it's in the stock market. You gave it the. You just where is it? Stock market. Look at this number. Yeah, it's a number. It's not your money. How do you get your money back? Well, I got to sell the stock to somebody else dumb enough to buy it. Oh, that is the original shell game. Because if somebody's making money, somebody has to lose money. That's how it works. You know, it's like when you go to Las Vegas and you gamble, you know, you're going to lose money. Somebody might make some money, but the amount of people losing money, it's going to be worse than the people making money. So what if you can invest in the future of your kids like a stock? Don't invest money in your kids like a stock. Invest money in your kids because they want you want to do that. Don't look at them like a stock exchange, okay? But there's something called Better Futures, uh, UNCF. And you can help students go to college and help make a better future for everybody. Remember, a mind is a terrible thing. It is. But it's a wonderful thing to invest in. A massage from UNCF. There you go. So there you go. Get your money out of the stock market. Give it to kids to get smart. And actually, you know, make sure it's to get them to be smart, not for indoctrination. You know, some schools are strict indoctrination. You know, you go to, you see a lot of these, like, you know, religious schools. It's straight up indoctrination. It's not learning anything. You don't learn any wisdom. You learn just, you learn how to work a machine, be a dope, go home, have your Hershey's bar with almonds, and go to sleep, and get up in the morning, and do it till the day you croak. That's a laugh riot. That is a laugh riot. You know, you spend your whole life, you know, oh, I want to get all this knowledge. You're not going to get knowledge. You're going to get obedience school. It's advanced obedience school. At least be, they should at least be honest about it. Every job that everybody does, with the exception of Paul in the beer truck, hates, well, he's in the CBD store, hates what they do. Deep down, I know you hate what you do. I would say a good 80% of people out there that are working hate what they do. And it is, and I love this quote. I'm not going to take credit for it. Your salary is your, uh, your salary is the, is the uh, what do they call it? Is, is, is the ransom for your dreams. That's right. You're giving up your dreams so you can get a salary, in other words. So that's the thing when, they, when you go in for uh, school, they test you. Maybe they test you. Will this person, did you do your homework? And you get that horrible sick feeling if you didn't do your homework. They want to instill that on you. Just drill it into you. Now, you didn't get that homework done. You're worthless. Just like going to work. Just like, and they want to instill that. Oh, man, I didn't get those reports done. Oh, man, am I in trouble. And the neat thing is, the best thing of all of it, 
is is after you quit that job and you see that and you see your boss on the street and he's just a he's just a dude or a gal. He's just he's just there. I mean, there's no superiority anymore. You know, and they try and try and be nice to you after after you have just really like squeezed every little bit of joy out of my life. Now that I don't work at that job anymore, it's like all good. You think that's all those people are is another but thinks. And then you know what? There's thinks above those thinks. That's correct. It's a whole think pyramid. Them damn think pyramids. Yeah, and then someone's on the bottom getting all the think, getting it from all of them. And you see that person on the street, or better yet, you read the obituary and they died. That's a laugh riot when your boss dies. There's some be some joy in that. That guy's crummy to me. I don't care if it says here he worked for Habitat or Humanity and he did all these things. And he went to church all the time. The guy was a rat and he was a fink and he made my life horrible. Good riddance. Good riddance, you turd. <laughs> ah, let's get back into some music. What do you say? Yeah, a bunch of finks. This is uh, new from La Corretz. And this is great. This is a nice little uh, a Spanish tune if the Melnicks listen. This is Salta y el Romo. Dig it.
I told you that was tasty. Saltiamo, Saltiamo, Saltiamo by Le Corets, and that's brand new. And uh, that's another thing that happened this year. And, you know, one thing I do uh, want to say is if you ever go on the YouTube and you need a chuckle, you should check out Casey Kasem when, he's trying, uh, when, he's at, when they ask him to do a dedication to a pet. Uh, he does a dog dedication, and he loses his marbles. You'll have to listen to that. Now, I, on the other hand, am all about the dog dedication. And this goes out to Kelvin, his, his, his late great doggy. He wanted to hear this tune, Brian Setzer, to be loved. There you go. There's a dog dedication. Yes. Yeah. Unlike Casey Kasem, I will do the dog dedication. That goes out to Kelvin and his late great doggy, to be loved, and that is Brian Setzer. So the other thing Casey Kasem complained about is after this dedication, how to come into an up-tempo record. I'll tell you how to come into an up-tempo record like this. It's a game!
listening pleasure, please welcome the Tsunami Brothers. Edmonton's only authentic instrumental surf Yeah. 
There's a tune I never thought I'd hear it again. I had that on cassette when that first came out in the 80s. That's Tracy, uh, Tracy Young, actually. Uh, I Love You When You Sleep from her album, uh, not the far from the herding kind. Uh, she was a protege of uh, Paul Weller from The Jam, and Elvis Costello wrote that song for her. And uh, if you're an Elvis Costello person, you know that a, a chunk of that song is from uh, uh, a song he wrote called Joe Porter House from the Goodbye Crew World, which is a pretty bad Elvis Costello record. I think it was one of the last records with the attractions. It was pretty bad. But that tune on there uh, was right around that same time, lifted from that record and put into that song, I Love You When You Sleep, Tracy Young, and I had that on cassette. It was one of those things that you bought because she was cute. You know, oh, that looks like a cute record. She's like waving at you. She's got a beret on, like one of those hip chicks, like uh, Swing Out Sister. I bought the Swing Out Sister record because she was cute. It's like, ah, she's really like a haircut. I think I'll buy that. And I was like, eh, okay. Guilty pleasure. Oh, yeah, I always buy, sometimes I buy records because of the chick's haircut. They have a cool, cool haircut. I'll buy that. Like, that's a cool haircut. <laughs> Bad haircut would be Graham Parker. Graham Parker is like, man, Carl Perkins, he kind of looked like Carl Perkins of, of New Wave. Graham Parker. New record he just came out with called The Last, Tan Last Chance to Learn the Twist. And that's a decent tune, considering the dude 73, wrote a kabillion songs, and was always in like the shadow of Elvis Costello and Joe Jackson, uh, but still really delivered some fine music. Uh, Graham Parker, The Music of the Devil was the name of that tune. We were the OCs from their latest record. That was Stunner. And uh, what else? We started off with a nice Nice re-read. There was like a compilation that came out and it had a bunch of funny songs on it. And of course, it had to have Alfred E. Newman Orchestra, It's a Gas, a great cardboard record from the 1960s that got kids more or less spanked endlessly when they played it. That was Actually, that was probably the only record Dr. Nemendo ever got in trouble with playing. Uh, what I've heard is, is the, the people that, oh, that song's so rude. You know, play more to Weird Al. You know, but you play that, and it goes, or play uh, play more uh, uh, Junk Food Junkie or Pac-Man Fever. He played some awful, too, Disco Duck. You know, horrible, horrible, just, 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 just these novelty tunes that just, you know, are just painful to listen to now. Just just punishing to listen to, like, you know, uh, like uh, especially like Pac-Man Fever. Pac-Man Fe Pac Fever is awful. Junk Food Junkie, I'm in love with my pet rock. There's another one. These are 70s novelty. Telephone Man. There's another one. These things aged horribly. You know, you listen to them now, like, ooh. Worse than a lot, of course, is Disco Duck. Disco Duck is just, Rick D's really should have been force-fed Necco wafers until it blocked his esophagus off, and he just died a slow, well, pretty quick death. You Pretty quick death when you shove those whole roll of Necco wafers down somebody's esophagus. Just saying, there's worse ways to go, but I just can't think of one. Let's get back into the music recapping. I should tell you something here. I'll tell you about some shows. I want to tell you about Courts in Session. Your rockin' attorney, Eric Jackson Lurie, for a two and a half hours. Of, why don't you just go three hours, Eric? Two and a half hours. It's that last half hour makes all the difference. I know only people listen to my show the last half hour. Two and a half hours of rock and roll country soul with a focus on new music. And the focus on hocus pocus. Uh, man. There's, I, could, I had a horrible insomnia one night. This is the last two weeks ago, six years ago, five days ago. Uh, I couldn't get the song hocus pocus out of my head by focus. Try sleeping when you have the earworm of hocus pocus by focus in your brain. Ain't happening. 
Oh, man, especially the yodeling part. Well, needless to say, a focus on new music and classic artists. Thursdays, I bet he doesn't play Hocus Pocus by Focus. Thursdays at 8 p.m. re-airings. I don't think the re-airings the right time, but it says it's re-airing Sunday nights at 11 on RCT. And I'll give you this. Str- another new show. No, this is new. Yeah. Stress analysis. De-stress with some tunes spanning genres like pop, rock. Oh, excuse me. I dozed off. So pop, rock, and modern folk sit back and analyze the chill vibes of stress anal- anal- analysis. Stress analysis. There you go. Have you ever had your analysis stretched? Yeah. Stressed. Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Right on the station that you're listening to. All right. Now one other thing here. How about... Uh, I'm too tired to read that one. All right. I'll read it anyhow. What's this? That's weird. So uh, some of these headlines are interesting because you read the headline. It goes, oh, okay. This headline means something. So it says like, oh, you know, read this one. It's sarcoma. But this one says Maria. It says 7,000 high school students drop out every year. That's one every 26 seconds. Okay, where's the Maria come in at? Do you have 26 seconds to convince a student to stay at their desk? You can share their message of support. Where's the Maria at? It says Maria and quotes that this is about Maria. Boots up. Huh? Maybe she's got, oh, boost up. Nah, nuts. That was boots up. That's where the Maria part could have came in. Uh, boost up. Brought to you by Word Up. Yeah, Word Up. U.S. Army. Word Up. Get that education. Get that education. There you go. There you go. This, this show is kind of like an education. It is. It is. It is. It is. It's a musical education. And right now, I'm, I'm, you're learning about uh, all the fine music that I found in 2023. Uh, recapping the last two, the last three months, and we'll be continuing in the next week. Continuing the music finds, reissues, and things of that nature. Uh, that uh, there's an old 45 by the Kaisers that came out a long time ago, but I just scored it this year. Uh, alligator twist, Kaiser. Are we still finding any alligators in the sewers? I certainly hope so.
a 45 I scored. That's an old one, but I liked it. Uh, the Delmona is pretty much Billy Childish with uh, uh, wow, Holly Golightly, Mira, um, all the all the head coatees, basically, and uh, doing the doors, of course. Hello, I love you. Jeez. In front of that, we heard Marshall Bontempe. Love Marshall Bontempe. Another 45. Uh, Black Cat. And then, another thing I got on cassette, which I thought I had, which I haven't heard in like ever, 
Uh, the whole cassette wasn't that good, but the leading track was a dilly. And I remember it being really good. And it still held up well. The band was called Color Box. I think they were on 4AD, and that was Hot Doggy. The rest of the album wasn't that good. But that opening track, that's when I really liked a lot of like the sampling and a lot of the uh, spoken word stuff that was kind of put in the music uh, along the lines of My Life in the Bush of Ghosts. But yeah, that was, that was Hot Doggy. And for the, another 45 I got a hold of this year, last year, uh, Alligator Twist by the Kaisers. Now, some real new, 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 new music. Uh, new band, new music. I got some really neat stuff coming up in this set. I really like this band called the, the Babe Rainbow. I'm going to play them right now. And then a couple later, uh, a, a cassette by this band. that They put out a cassette. It was a uh, uh, guy and a gal. They were called the Guilty Pleasures. And these two tunes are pretty damn good. I'll get to those a little later. Then I got a nice surf thing for you. So recapping, 2023 I have. About five hours of music to play. And what I'm probably going to do, I'm going to continue the show to next week, maybe a little bit of the following week, because I want to just basically have a complete package. What I do is I collect music all year long. A lot of it doesn't fit into these theme shows that I've been doing for the past eon. And I just kind of, wow, I'd like to play the song, but it just doesn't fit anywhere. Why not recap the entire year, starting in December, and actually, it used to start out as four weeks. I started in December, and now I got another week to go. So it's been going like two months, almost yeah, two and a half months. Not like I was on every Friday, but it feels like it. So recapping all the music, I catalog everything. Then after I catalog it, I go through and I find the tunes that I liked the first time I heard them. And if I liked them the first time I heard them, maybe the viewing audience might like them the first time they hear them. And if they don't, they don't. I don't care. I like it the first time I hear it, and I like it when I'm playing it now. Love forever, the Babe Rainbow, Zombo in your brain, RCT.
one of my major goals will be to be an anaconda for a little while.
Yeah, I had to play some man or astro man for you guys. And uh, I have to tell you what else we played here. Uh, let me see here. I might have a, I might have a surprise coming up for you. Uh, let me see here. Uh, yeah, I got to get that going. Uh, let's see what we play. What we play with music. Oh, that was uh, Man or Astro Man from a 45 that was re-released. Uh, I think they're Peel Sessions. Put Your Finger in the Socket. The Anacondas did Marabunta, uh, which was nice. And that set started off with The Babe Rainbow. And uh, that tune was um, uh, by uh, what was it? Babe Rainbow. I'm sorry. I got a little confused here. Oh, uh, Love Forever. So needless to say, Mark B. contacted me. And, you know, I forgot it was Groundhog Day. So I found it was Groundhog Day. And uh, here's your Groundhog Day song. Here you go, Mark. And right about here, uh, Bill Murray smashes the uh, alarm clock, and then uh, then he goes on a weird rampage. But uh, great film, great film. Uh, I always thought it'd be kind of a, a neat idea if they re-release the film, bring it back into the theater, and say, "Okay, it's Groundhog Day 2. and it's the same, <laughs> it's the same movie. They just play the same movie again. Call it Groundhog Day Two. Uh, what can follow? I was going to actually play this band by the Guilty Pleasures. I want to do it in a bit. But after that Sonny and Cher tune, I really wanted to play. I'm trying to arc out of that. And a perfect arc is uh, one of the main themes from uh, the first Austin Powers movie. Uh, this was kind of neat. One of my first big DJ jobs. I mean, a big as like uh, when Austin Powers first came out, I was living in Cleveland. It was 99. And uh, the studio wanted a big Austin Powers dance party. And at that time, I was, you know, DJing uh, quite a bit uh, in the Akron, Cleveland area. And uh, they contacted me and a friend to actually DJ uh, Austin Powers. They wanted like a 60s, like uh, uh, mod shagadelic party. And uh, that was really great. That was really a lot of fun. And uh, I, I remember that being a dilly, and I always loved this tune that was one of the main tunes uh, from the record, a newer tune at that time, 99, uh, Edwin Collins, The Magic Piper of Love. Always dig this. A nice, a nice, nice transition out of Sonny and Sheer. Turns out he's a dirty old man 
that I want to be. It's sat upon this Christmas tree or playing his games of catch as catch can. Cause he's a sweet talker, a silent stalker, all the savvy of a street walker. More deadly than a horn piper, the magic piper.
Yes, that was the Guilty Pleasures, a, a cassette that came out this year. Uh, two songs by the Guilty Pleasures, uh, Dan Thomas is Dead and Michael and Holly. And in front of that, we hear that beautiful little tune by Edwin Collins. Magic Piper of Love. Zombo right here in your brain, recapping 2023. But I have a special surprise, a special Groundhog's Day dual treat for you. Now, it's profound. It's adventurous. It's beautiful. It's a it's on the old side, and it is poignant. So I will play. Uh, I'll have that for you uh, at the last tune of the... Uh, I was actually going to do this as my last tune. Uh, you know that I wanted to end the show on, uh, but um, I, I thought of this when 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 Mark reminded me it was Groundhog's Day, uh, my mind just flipped around because I got to do something for Groundhog's Day. Except you know, of course, I played fourteen and a half seconds of Sunny and Shares. I got you, babe. But I thought a really great poignant tune. Uh, I got it all set, and I'm gonna play that at um, at the end of the show. But I was gonna originally play this at the end of the show, uh, an older track. Not so old, but they reissued all the Swans 45s. And I found this, and this is a really neat version of a way cool tune. Swans tend to be, to me, a little too, like, dark and brooding and even too, like, even too, even too, like, dour for me. But this tune they do very well with. Blind Faiths Can't Find My Way Home.
Uh, nice bit of beat stuff. Uh, Billy Lee and the Riviera is an old 45 I stumbled across of last year. Oh, man. We heard I Monster, a remix of uh, Hey Mrs. Love that tune, I Monster, from Denmark. And that's the uh, Glamorpus mix. Uh, 12, 12 inch, I got a hold of this last year. Oh, the Cocteau Twins. Uh, you might know the song Ivo, but that's a different version. That was the only one that was released on the 45. So it's a new version of that tune. Well, not new. I mean, it actually came out in like, you know, the 80s. But then I just basically got a hold of this other version, which is a little different, but still a absolutely gorgeous tune. And uh, we started off with the Swans doing um, their version of uh, Blind Faith's can't find my way home. All right. I am out of here. I'm going to remain in your brain, but I'm going to leave you guys something. This band is called the Groundhogs. All right. And this tune is all about the apocalyptic aftermath of after we destroyed the planet. It is a great tune. It's from 1972. And uh, from the album Hogwash, the Groundhogs. Love this tune. has a, a Mellotron solo in it. It is gorgeous. And it's all about... After we destroy this damn planet, a little thing called Earth Shanty. WRCT, Zombo here, remaining in your brainin'.
freshman is the spring. Oh, they're young amongst the shingle to feed them for the day. Look back on this and linger, seeking thoughts of yesterday. Thank you. 